Welcome to the Blessed Sacrament Parish Community Podcast, where our mission is to help everyone recognize and experience the presence of God. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another Blessed Sacrament Parish Community Podcast. I am Kristen Russell, and I am here with our high school youth minister, Justin Rose. Hi, Kristen. And uh, we are going to talk a little bit about something that everyone loves. Well, I think everyone loves. (laughs) Science might say that everyone loves it, but that is music. And... uh, Justin actually has a background in music, so Justin, why don't you tell tell us a little bit about what that background is? Sure, yeah, so, uh, I mean, apart from just being, um, liking music, I have done something with music my entire life. Uh, My mom is a music teacher, um, so I've had to play instruments and been involved with choirs and stuff literally since I was like five years old. Um, I started learning piano when I was about eight. Um, and then I took up the trombone and uh, a few other things along the way, uh, played them through high school, um, and then was in choirs all through middle school, high school, and then into college. That's where my um, uh, a big part of my scholarship to go to college <laughs> was through um, was through the choir. So, uh, and then I in college ended up um, starting off with. Um, uh, a music education degree before I switched out of that because I saw a lot of friends not getting jobs after they um, they were joining the job market at that time. So I switched degrees but stuck with music as my minor. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I ended up with a minor in vocal performance. Yeah, Very nice. So he has a lot more background in music um, than me, but one of the things that I love about music is that it is so universal. Again, like, have you ever met someone who's like, I just don't like music? No, I think that's one of the craziest things ever because, like, it's it's one of those what like weird like like it feels like it's a it's a first date question almost mm-hmm. like you know do you like music? You can't say do you like music to something because of course no one in their right mind is gonna be like no I don't like there's no music that I like right that's ridiculous yeah it's it's you have to get more specific exactly it's like I hate country music maybe right. people might <laughs> right. say but they'll never say like I just I just don't like I music, like music. Yeah. everyone's very opinionated about what kind of music they like but the bottom line is everyone likes music that's right and i think there's a a lot of different reasons that people love music and and or just like music whatever um but it's powerful yeah it is something that you know we as i mean just as human beings like we listen to music on the radio Mm -hmm. when we come to church we listen to music we participate we sing in music and i think it's saint augustine who said um to sing is to pray twice, you know, right. because the words first and foremost, but then the song and the melody second, our sec, your secondary prayer. And I yeah. absolutely love that. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 funny because um, when when we first moved up here, one of the things that I had trouble with was when um, I would drive back and forth from here to Flint when I first moved here, or from the last few years from driving from here to Mount Pleasant. There were no radio stations that came in, and I, I had not started it when we moved up here listening to podcasts really yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really frustrating because I had to search for stations midway through my drive, mm-hmm. and that would drive me nuts. And then I got kind of into podcasts and different things. I actually started listening to a couple of podcasts that were about like music theory and mm-hmm. a bunch of other things, pop music. Um, but even it occurred to me as we were kind of talking about this idea of doing a podcast about music for our church um, – that even the podcasts I listen to that have nothing to do with music 
all of them, of course, use music. Mm-hmm. All of them. They have theme songs. They do. They do different parts of for their when they take their ad breaks or whatever. That they have little jingles that are part. So it's even then. It's just it's just ingrained in everything that we do. Everything. A- a- absolutely, and even um, I, while I'm do if not if it's quiet, all of mm-hmm. a sudden I'm like, I'm like whistling something. Right. You know, and it's just <laughs> it is such a huge part of my life, and it's almost like it's. Uh, it's just it's like in my subconscious that yeah. it's always going. There's a soundtrack That's in right. my in my mind. My life is a musical, and there's a song for everything. That's exactly um, right. And I think that that's one of the beautiful things about music because it will transport you to a different time, right? Um, a different place. It transcends. It will take you. It, it'll take you higher. Like it'll take your mind to God. And right. I mean, if you've ever been in a church with a great organ, like Blessed Sacrament, you know, right. <laughs> and yeah. that organ swells, mm-hmm. like you do, you just feel your entire being start to swell with it and kind yeah. of, it, it raises your mind to God. And I think that is why, you know, most churches have an organ because that is the effect that organs just have on people. Yeah. It's, um, it's it, a great way. It ties in your whole your whole church into an action, basically. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very actionable thing that we do during Mass mm-hmm. is the singing and the music, right? It's, it, it very much makes people feel both involved and participatory, mm-hmm. right, in everything that we do in Mass. Absolutely. And even if you don't have a great voice, and you're like, oh, I don't want to sing. I once had a youth minister tell me, well, God gave you that voice, so just give it right back to him. That's right. You know? yes. And that is one of the, <laughs> again, that's like one of the things is music is universal yeah. you know god gave you a not great singing voice that's okay god that's wants right. to hear Sing it anyways. anyway you know and another thing that music does is it will motivate us mm-hmm. um and i think it can sometimes change the world too mm-hmm. so i mean when looking at when we were talking about this podcast you know how are we going to kind of break this down mm-hmm. we kind of talked about this already but it we chose music because it does speak to so many people and I did a little bit of research um, just in preparation. I said, and I Googled the question, you know, what is it about music that speaks to so many people? And a psychology journal popped up. Mm. And basically, there is actually something built into our brains yeah. that says, ooh, music. I like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, well, it's memorable, too. I mean, it's part of, part of my background in psychology is now I understand this, having w- witnessed my own kids growing up, too. Is there's a reason like we have jingles for things mm-hmm. like I as a kid I didn't I don't remember this but my mom is still horrified to this day about it. We would go through the grocery store and I'd be sitting in the cars or driving around and I w- would sing like every single thing that we would pass. I'd sing the little jingle for like the McCormick's <laughs> spices. Like I'd sing the little jingle or whatever. Like and she would be like, Oh my gosh, people think you're gonna do nothing but watch TV all day yeah. long. But it's just because it sticks in your head. It becomes like a little earworm for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. And it is, I mean, you know, why pediatricians recommend that, you know, you your babies listen to classical music. And yep. I've already decided I'm getting my one-and-a-half-year-old nephew a drum set for Christmas, right. much to my brother <laughs> and sister-in-law's um, dismay. Right. You know, music is something that I think is ingrained in us in a very young age. And so yeah. the younger you can start, like, inter- introducing music and all of those things in, mm-hmm. it just sets you up for a life of just... I don't know, enjoyment. And yeah, um, it helps you just really bring some joy to things that yeah, I think you otherwise wouldn't. Absolutely. And so, 
you know, even thinking back to growing up, I mean, there are certain songs that absolutely mm. transport me back to a certain time or a certain place. Yeah. And so, Justin, I'm sure you have those songs, too. Mm-hmm. What kind of songs, you know, take you right back? Like, you are, boom, right there. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, so there are a couple things that remind me of just different stages of my life and, and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, one of the ones that just since I've been here that has been a big deal is Reckless Love. Um uh, we by um, by Corey Asbury. We sang that a ton this past mm-hmm. year. Just even with all the pandemic stuff going on, we use that a ton for meetings, for events, for just listening to the radio whenever I was with kids, that kind of stuff. But then it was at NCYC this past mm-hmm. year as well, and that was a big deal for the group that I was with um, because they had already a, a big familiarity with that mm-hmm. song. Um, uh, but then, you know, witnessing and experiencing some of the things that we did at that event with that song also were, were really powerful and meaningful. Um, but then there are other things like, um, like for my family, uh, we listen to music basically every night at dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we kind of change it up sometimes. Sometimes we do like nineties pop, sometimes it's seventies, whatever. The other day we were listening to, um, just the Beatles on our, our Alexa and, uh, it would just run through all like their major hits and stuff. And the song Eleanor Rigby came on. Mm. And that has become, like, a staple in our house all of mm-hmm. a sudden because the first time we listened to that, like, months and months and months ago, um, pre, pre-quarantine, pre actually, I think, um, we were sitting at the table and that song popped on. And I, just to be a goofy dad, you know, there's that little um, uh, kind of just the violin interlude where, interlude where it's like, dun, 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 right, with mm-hmm. the, the violins just kind of back and forth um, strumming. And uh, just to be a big doofus, I, like, mimed that. Like, I put my hand up, and, like, I was resting my chin on a fake uh-huh. violin, and I moved my hand back and forth and, like, bobbed my head up and down real fast. And both of my daughters, like, laughed hysterically because <laughs> I look so goofy and right. silly, right? And now, whenever we put on the Beatles, now it's a thing. Now every single time that song comes on... They, we all stop what we're doing. In fact, Nora, my my littlest one, she will physically be like, Dad, Dad, stop, stop, stop. It's about to happen, (laughs) right? And, like, we have to, like, prep ourselves for a few seconds before it pops on and so that we can, of course, do the fake violin and bob our heads and stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's hilarious. But now, yeah, it's it's taken on, like, a whole new meaning Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, it's great. What about you? And, I mean, yeah, there are songs that... Anytime, and even now that I hear them again, so like for me, when I think of the song We Are Called, mm, yeah, played at just about every retreat yep. ever done since the song was composed, but for me, it was NCYC, mm. not back when I went as a participant, not sure. a chaperone. Um, we were in Houston, Texas, and we were in the stadium where the Texans play, mm-hmm. and at one thing about NCYC is they always try to introduce you to new songs and it's like, yep. great, this is fun. Right. Um, <laughs> which isn't a big deal, but you know, you're kind of like, duh, duh, you kind of fumble your way through. Well, they started to play, we are called and the way the stadium was set up and where we were all sitting, like it just, the altar was in the middle of the stadium, like at the 50 yard line. And then we were eat, like there were 25,000 people there and we were just on like the straightaway, Mm. um, portions of the stadium. And when we started singing, we are called, it was like 
two waves coming together and meeting over top of that altar. And it was in that moment, I was a sophomore in high school, but it was in that moment I was just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, if all 25,000 of us left and lived out what we are singing right here, this world would never be the same. And so like anytime I hear that song or sing that song, it takes me right back to NCYC 2005. Actually, I'm wrong. It's 2003. Right. <laughs> it you was forgot, 2003. Forgot I forgot how old, how old I was. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it was just one of those things. But another song, um, Mayberry by Rascal Flatts, mm, yeah. country song. I know some of you listening probably are like, oh my gosh, country, no. <laughs> For me, I hear that song. It takes me back to my best friend's 16th birthday party. Mm-hmm. We were throwing our surprise party. I was in my, I was driving around in my Buick Regal. Yeah. It was maroon on the outside and Beautiful. on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Takes me right back there. And uh, I don't know if people know what this is, but because my car didn't have a CD player, it had a cassette deck. Oh, yeah. Well, you could buy a cassette that had a that you put into your cassette deck and then would run a wire, a yes. headphone wire, so I, you could play your Discman yes, through I, the, <laughs> the sound system of your, of your Buick Regal. <laughs> That's what we were doing. I vividly remember this same setup in one of my first cars, right? so, which I think was also, it may have been a Buick Regal. If not, it was a Buick LeSabre. It was definitely a Buick. It was a Buick. So, yes. Every, every, you know, anyone who turned 16 in the 2000s That's all right. had a this Buick, it get. seems like. Yeah. But, you know, those are the things that I hear those songs and it just instantly takes me there. It like makes me smile because I'm like, oh, my gosh, remember your Buick Regal? Mm-hmm. Oh, how far we've come. And, and so those are the things like that's just one of the beautiful things about music is that it's like, oh, it'll take you right back there. Yeah. But, you know, talking about mu- music transporting you back in time. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about little bit about how music transcends. Mm-hmm. And so there are some songs I listen to and I'm think I think to myself like, oh, my gosh. This is totally a song about God. It is in no way, shape, or form, and I'm listening to it on WIOG probably about God. But it will take me to that transcendent realm. So, I mean, for you, Justin, like, what are some of those songs that totally maybe aren't about God, but definitely speak about God to you? Sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, I got a couple. Um, One that's... um, that. I think we, I don't remember actually when the first time I had heard it, it might've been on a retreat, but I think it was just a, I think I just heard it on the radio one day. Um, it's called Give Me Your Eyes mm-hmm. uh, by Brandon Heath. Um, I don't exactly know why he wrote that song, um, but it seems obvious to me, at least that's where I, that's where I, I picture it as, as I listen to the song that he, he talks a lot in that song about, um, he says the phrase, give me your eyes um, so that I can see um, beyond what I need to see, or beyond mm-hmm. what I think I'm seeing, basically. Um, and he kind of he kind of goes down this rabbit hole of like, man, if I could just see things through your eyes, if I could see things from above, if I could see things from a different perspective, really, is mm-hmm. the whole purpose of the song. Um, and yeah, it's really, it's it's kind of shocking um when you kind of think of it as from like god's perspective i think mm-hmm. of man if we could all just see things the way that god sees them um we we wouldn't have the pain and the suffering and the anger and and all the things that are kind of prevalent in our society right now um because having his eyes is is really just to see the beauty in mm. people um so that's a big one for me. I, I, I know for sure I have that on my phone right now, in mm-hmm. fact. Um, 
but I've had that for years and years. Um, and another one for me would be um, a song called I Shall Not Walk Alone. Uh, it's by a group called the Blind Boys of Alabama. <laughs> I had first heard that song on the show Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I was big into the show Lost when it first came on. Like It was one of those, maybe the first TV show ever that I was, it was like scheduled viewing for me mm-hmm. before the days of like streaming and catching up the next day and all that stuff. Um I would work my schedule around going to see that show. And one of the episodes toward the end of, I think it was just the first season of that show, um, was kind of just a montage of all these big things happening in the show, like stress and and, and uh, people dying and whatever else was going on. And all of a sudden this song came on and it's like this slow piano kind of interlude. Mm. And it um, it kind of builds to this this guy from this group who... This, this is, as the name suggests, are a bunch of blind guys from Alabama mm-hmm. um, that put together kind of this soul, kind of a soul jazz and and uh, oh man, I don't know, like just like hardcore get to your soul kind of stuff. Music is what they would do, um, and this song just it it like brought tears to my eyes in the moment because it was all about walking together with mm. someone right and trying to get through the hard times and um i i will say i think actually he mentions in one of the lyrics in there something about praying to mother mary hmm. um it's not necessarily again it's not like a church song right. it's, a, it's a it's a jazzy spiritual like deep soul kind of a song but um i i think shortly after i saw that um i had, i tucked i printed the sheet music for it and I saved it, knowing someday I wanted to use it for something. I didn't mm-hmm. even know I was going to be a youth minister at that point, right? I was still in college. Mm-hmm. And um, I tucked it away somewhere. And years later, I was a youth minister, and we were doing um, a, a passion play during Lent. And we were looking for some music to kind of wrap up um, Christ being taken off of the cross and his mother being there and uh, them bringing him to his tomb. And we did this all silently, mm-hmm. uh, but it was kind of narrated using the actual gospel. Right. And we paused at the end um, when Jesus died, and we inserted this song that I had saved for years. Mm. And um, I sang it along with a, a small choir mm-hmm. that was that was there. And... Man, it was one of the most, uh, for me, singing it, like, powerful spiritual moments that I've ever had because it just, it just, it, I, I, it took me someplace else mm-hmm. in my mind. It really made me connect maybe more than I ever have with the death and the sacrifice mm-hmm. of, of Christ on the cross. Um, and maybe even more than that, made me connect with Mary. Wow. Um, and seeing kind of a little bit of her perspective of watching her son die and how alone that she must have felt mm-hmm. in the moment. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those two in particular have always been, again, they're both on my phone right now. Um, I can yeah. pull them up at any time. And, and every once in a while when I just throw my phone on shuffle, one of those comes on. And, you know, when you're kind of shuffling through your songs, every once in a while you come on and one and you're just like, ah, I'm not in the mood for that one. Mm-hmm. I never skip those two. Right. Like, those two always I let play. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's it's so funny because when especially those songs where you're like, what was the intent behind the right. like when the 
composer put it together? Like, what were they thinking about? For me, one of those songs is Fix You by yeah. Coldplay. Right. That song comes yeah, on, and I'm like, song. turn it up right. and just <laughs> listen. Because it is. It's all about, you know, I don't know what Chris Martin was thinking or feeling yeah. when he wrote that song. I would bet money that it wasn't about God um, (laughs) when he wrote it. But for me, like it just seems like a song that God would sing to me as I'm, you know, bumbling through life. It seems like, yeah, Um, it it is. It just in those moments when you really feel, you know, connected to God, I always feel like they're super high emotion. Mm. And, you know, the, the bridge of, of that song is, you know, talking about tears streaming down your face and, Mm -hmm. You know, those are some, I will be honest, I've had a lot of God moments where yeah. tears have streamed down my face. Yep. And so, and tears of joy, tears of whatever, you know, it is when you let your guard down. And that's what that song is all about. It gets to the point where it's like, you just have to let your guard down and I will fix you. Right. And I feel like that is what God is saying all the time is, if you just let me in, yeah. I can fix this. I right. can fix you. Absolutely. Because we all need a little fixing. Um, but the other song, and this is, it's not even remotely a not Christian song. It's literally called The Saint That Is Just Me yeah. um, by Danielle Rose. Right. But it's one of my favorite songs because sometimes, you know, as Catholics, we can be like, oh, look to the saints. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I I want to be just like Mary or mm-hmm. I want to be, you know, just like Therese of Lisieux. And that's so great. Yeah. But you look at, sometimes when you look at their lives, it gets to be overwhelming and very daunting. And what I appreciate about Danielle's song is God doesn't want us to be just like Therese of the Sioux or Teresa of Avila or John of the Cross Mm. or, you know, insert one of the thousands of saints that we have in the church. God wants us to be the saint that he's called us to be. Yeah. And when I first heard that song, I thought to myself, I mean, I'm a huge Danielle Rose fan just in general. Um, I met her back when I was in high school and like her music has changed my life since then. Mm -hmm. And when that song came out, though, I I remember I was in, again, this is one that takes me to God, but also takes me straight back to a place and time. And I was in grad school and I heard that song and I thought to myself, okay, God, geez, Mm. like, could you be any more like, hey, here, this is for you because clearly you're not listening any other way. Right. Here's this, here's this song for you. One of those moments where you're like, every once in a while, the message from God is a whisper and every once in a while, it's literally like a slap in the face. Yep. Yep. Or a neon sign like, okay, here you go. (laughs) Right. Can't miss it. (laughs) Um, You know, those are... I always feel like those songs too, they, like you said, you never skip them. Yeah. They never get old. I could listen to those, either of those songs on repeat for right. hours on end and I would get something new out of it every single time it yeah. comes back on. Yeah. It's funny. You guys have introduced, since I've come here, and introduced me to Daniel Rose because I did not know much about her. I think I'd maybe heard one of her songs before mm-hmm. ever. And uh, I think now I've heard like multiple playlists where songs yeah because we use them at meetings lynn has used them christine has used them we've used them for several things here actually for programming so yeah it's a it's i love that kind of stuff it's getting introduced to new 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 music and new artists is great 
Just a sidebar, when I was in high school, we really wanted to bring Danielle out to Assumption. Yeah. And she, we had the date set. We were ready to go. We had the retreat planned. And then she got a severe case of laryngitis. Oh, no. So she couldn't come. And then it just never worked out to get her back. Yeah. So in my mind, I still think, like, Danielle owes us a concert <laughs> slash retreat. Someday. She owes us something here in Midland. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to come up, if anything's ever right. going to come of it. But that's yeah. sometimes in my mind what that's I think. That's um, You know, and... It's just one of those things like music just it continue it continues. So like it can take you back, it can transport you to heaven, it can literally make you move forward, motivate you. Yeah. Um I'm sure most people have a if you are an avid exerciser or maybe mm-hmm. if you're not, maybe you probably have a playlist that motivates you more than, you know, someone yeah. who really likes to run for fun. <laughs> um you know, I think we all have those songs and Justin, I'm guessing you probably have a playlist, your motivation playlist. I do, in fact. (laughs) And it's weird because my motivation playlist is very diverse Mm -hmm. in the the things on there. Um, It's just from being around music. I mean, like you said, like music isn't really, we categorize music, but like you can like any kind of music, whatever speaks to you, right? Um, So, I mean, yeah, some of the songs that that I have on my playlist are... Uh, like choral songs, uh-huh. like, like they're from choirs, like they sing them in choirs, right? So, like, I one of my ones for sure is the Hallelujah Chorus, um, by Handel, uh, from the Messiah. He he wrote this piece of music to, to bring joy mm-hmm. to God, right? Um, and he very much succeeded in my eyes because. It's one of those songs. I one of my my choir director in college um, is is he's still there at Alma, and uh, he's a man I look up to and respect very much. And uh, he one time referred to um, some choral pieces that he had been working on composing um, for our choir to sing that year. As uh, he said, I want to make this song a song that I find that I'm driving too fast to. Mm. And I thought that was a great way of explaining it because that is definitely like the Messiah is one of those songs mm. for me. Um, it's not necessarily one that I'm going to be like, I don't necessarily want to like run through a brick wall for somebody listening to that song. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, I definitely, if I'm driving and that song comes on, all of a sudden I look down and I am on the highway and all of a sudden I'm going 85 and mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh no, whoops, gotta slow down. Right. Because it just, it's, it's, it's beautiful and it builds and the voices blending is just miraculous in mm-hmm. that song to me. Um, and it just, the parts where the sopranos toward the end of the song where they just build and build, they, they have key changes that go step up by step up by step up over and over and over again. And it just builds to this like crescendo of an exploding hallelujah mm-hmm. at the end. And it's just, it's so wonderful and it makes me feel warm, I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put it, with just joy right. on the inside. And um, yeah, it's definitely one of the, it's a top 10 like, one of the ones I love to listen to in the car type songs because I'm not gonna lie. Then I also like busting gut singing along of with course, it too. Cause I sang that one in college. I was lucky enough to sing that one in college. Um, I mean, geez, what else? I, I, I love, um, because I'm a Flint kid. Um, and I love all things Flint and Detroit. Um, in particular, I love some Eminem songs, mm-hmm. uh, lose yourself from when he sang that at eight mile, Still to this day, that the beginning of that song where it just starts out with um, it's like this kind of ethereal sounding mm-hmm. 
like gentle like chords and 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 <laughs> soft notes right and, they and then just it go, stops and they go back and forth yeah too. so, so it kind of it, it brings you in for real it does yep and then all of a sudden it stops and it cuts out and it comes in with that guitar right hitting these just like big heavy mm-hmm. like feel it in your gut kind of kind of chords that are dissonant and kind of irritating to your mind at the same time but also get your head bobbing a little bit <laughs> like it's it's brilliant the way that it was composed and then lyrically it's just it's wonderful really mm-hmm. like it's it's beautiful the way that he composed that song um and yeah it's 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 a big one because it's what's one of those it's like a driving mm-hmm. not driving car it's like, i mean like like pushing you forward type songs mm-hmm. um yeah i love that one um and i guess the other one i talk about too is uh <laughs> because again i am just it's a wide variety of things on my playlist the song um uh do you hear the people sing from Les Miserables. Mm. Les Miserables is my favorite musical of all times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen it uh, three times, maybe four now. Um, but it's one of those that, like, my daughters know that song now mm-hmm. because every once in a while it'll pop in my head. And every once in a while lots of songs from that, that musical pop in my mm-hmm. head, actually. But that one in particular because, again, it's so – like, it starts out with a soloist. And the soloist – kind of he sings this big opening you know do you hear the people sing right and it just moves and it kind of just like a march like it just mm-hmm. kind of trudges along and then Joyce's these voices join in and then more voices join in and then they're overlapping over top of each other and then at the end it's a whole chorus coming together and like just incredibly profoundly singing about Again, it's this whole. Maybe it's. it's, I'm learning something about myself here about like the songs that I love are really about just like people coming together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's what it is. It's about these people coming together and saying like, "Do you hear us? We're singing like this is. It's a revolution, and we're coming together. It's just. It's so good. And of course, that's the way that like the first act ends in that play. Mm -hmm. It's just. It's fantastic. I just love it. It, There's something about. Like the music from musicals. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's written to tell a story and it's written to get you from the beginning to the end of the music or t- from the beginning to the end of the yeah. musical. Right. And like for me, one of my favorite motivational songs is Seize the Day from Newsies. Sure. Like that's Actually, another one. Newsies. Starts off just, you know, super simple with, you know, one voice and then more voices join as Mm. they you know find the resolution to be like yes we are going on strike because we're standing up for ourselves and it's i it's one of those songs like it can get me through a 45 minute you know stairmaster you know around the world sequence there but it is (laughs) it totally makes you just want to get to the end because you're like yes we can do this you know um and uh, Justin and I have talked. We both really love Hamilton. Yes, it's it's one of those where <laughs> it is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, Disney Plus. Right. Um, but that is one of. I mean, my shot is yeah. another one of those um, motivational songs that you're just like, yes, let's do it. Right. Um, really awkward. One of my favorite songs. Well, one of Celine Dion. Yeah, is probably not someone you're like. Let's put Celine Dion on a playlist sure. to like exercise to. 
But sometimes, like some the again, it's the way the song is composed. It builds and it builds, and then it brings you down. But then it punches you in the face again with another like, yeah, just a great melody and great beat. Um, but I get a lot of my motivational songs like watching sports. Yeah, and not not this year because twenty twenty has taken that sure. away from us so <laughs> right. abruptly and so cruelly. Yeah. Um, but last year during the Women's World Cup, like mm. I would watch the commer- like the promo commercials for the games and everything. Like they would find the most perfect songs that you know would just be they just belong in a stadium and i think sometimes those are the songs too that you just need to yeah um yeah to get you through whatever it is you're getting through um you know whatever it is you're trying to push through whether it is the last mile of your marathon or half marathon or you know you're just trying to you're trying to set pump yourself up for that competition right i mean that's like, what music does for you. That's right. Like I said, it's one of those. Every once in a while, you come across a song that's like uh, that. It, that that's kind of the the football term I've heard in the past. Is like it makes you want to run through a wall for somebody, mm-hmm. right? One of the songs that I saw, I came across recently that I laughed when I saw it, and I was like, "But you know what? I kind of get it." Is is I think somebody said it jokingly, but you know the song. Um, who is it? Does it? Shania Twain does that? Uh, I feel like a woman. Oh yeah, right. It's Classic. a great song. It's a great Fantastic song, right? Song. The very opening line before the actual music starts is "Let's go, girls." Uh huh. Right. Yeah. I saw somebody quote that, and they were like, "I hear that," and I'm like, "Yeah, like <laughs> I'm ready to go." Right. And I think, wow, like clearly that struck with somebody, right? It <laughs> because is because it can be anything. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure connected to their mind somewhere is a memory of like, yeah, yeah you and your group of girlfriends going out and you're like we've got this right let's this go. is all about us <laughs> that's right um it, it is music is just amazing yeah. and one of the things i think too you know particularly coming to church and singing songs together think pre-covid people right. um when you would come to church and take easter take christmas one of those awesome celebrations that we do you know Think about singing Silent Night as an entire church. Yeah. Think about singing Jesus Christ is Risen Today as an entire church, a body of believers. It's powerful. And it's in those moments that where I think to myself, man, if we could all be on the same page, even singing these songs, we could change the world. Yeah. And there are totally songs that I think have changed the world, you know, in the kind of that social justice, you know, bring people together kind of scenario and i mean the one that came to my mind first and foremost was um where is the love by the black eyed peas i think that song was first uh released it had to have been the a year or two after 9-11 you know and and it was just it's kind of just what i think the world was feeling at that moment and then they re-released it um into in 2015 mm-hmm. must have been must have been the 10 year anniversary but again you know that song i think it struck a chord literally and figuratively <laughs> no pun intended pun totally intended <laughs> um with people because we all do have this human experience a yeah. col- we have a collective human experience i i don't care how much people want to say like oh well you'll never understand what i'm going through yeah. maybe your specific circumstance no but your feelings that you're feeling i'm sure we've all experienced mm-hmm. those and so when i think of like songs that again change the world that one comes to mind and i also am taken back to we are called as well because yeah. again if if all 
if all the Christians who sang that song lived out what we were singing, this world would be rocked. Yeah. Um, and I think that we, it's important to remember sometimes when we sing songs, when we think of songs that are anthems like yeah, that, right. it is a call. It is kind of God calling us. And yeah. so, I mean, I'm sure you've got examples of songs that definitely have, you think changed the world as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I think there are songs, there are artists, then there are songs that I think, uh, boy, the world would just not be the same place. It would just be a different world if this mm. song didn't exist. Um, and certainly artists, like I said, that are like that. Um, one of the songs that uh, that I definitely feel that way about is um, this song called Stop Chillin', What's That Sound? Um, or sometimes I see it's written as Stop Hey, What's That Sound? Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up, my dad, when I was growing up, we would always uh, he would always come pick me up in his little red pickup truck after school. Because mm-hmm. my mom was a teacher and she'd have to stay later someday, some days. And... Uh, my dad, having grown up in the 60s and 70s, early 70s, as his main formative years, um, was really into rock at, at that time. And this song came out in uh, the mid-60s. So my dad would have been like uh, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there, right? And uh, we would always listen to, on the way home from school, um, the oldies station, mm-hmm. right? And so I learned, therefore, all of his music that he loved, right? Um, and so this song, I remember, is, is one that came on often on the oldies station, and then I went back to years later because I remembered it all of a sudden. Um, it's by a band called Buffalo Springfield, and I had always associated this song with the Kent State Massacre um, because I it was played a lot in association with that. There are mm-hmm. clips online that I found um, that associated with that and stuff. I, and I, I just just now today, because I was researching this, found out it wasn't written about that. In fact, it was written before that, um, but it was written during the civil rights movement. Hmm. Um, so it kind of has it has two kind of layers to me there because uh, it took on a meaning for because of the Kent State Massacre mm-hmm. in 1970. I think that was. Um, and it also, again, has strong inclinations about, um, the, the, the whole idea of racism and, um, and being, uh, kind of put aside, um, during the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is definitely one that I've always associated kind of with a, a bigger event or a bigger Mm -hmm. series of things than, than maybe even what it was intended for. Um, and then one for, I got to be honest, one for church too that I always think of every single Christmas is just, oh, come all ye faithful. Yeah. I think it is one of the most gloriously spectacular songs there is because kind of along the lines of what you were saying, it's literally like a call to action. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, lit- it's literally called, oh, come all ye faithful. Like it's the whole purpose of that song is to say, come together, like mm-hmm. come bring us together. Again, apparently, like every other song that I like, right? It's about bringing people together for a common and beautiful purpose, and that purpose being the love of God and spreading Mm -hmm. that love of God. Um, So I I have strong associations with that song, both with with church, singing it basically every Christmas time, um, but then also in college, we would sing that one for our Christmas concert Mm -hmm. that we would have for every single year. Um, And we would do it. We would start off that song by... Um, entering in, our whole choir would enter into the um, auditorium at Elma um, from the aisleways, and we would sing up the aisleways. Um, 
And so it was literally literally a gathering. Like we would mm-hmm. come in from all the exits and then gather up on stage to continue the concert from that point. Um, yeah, it's one of those songs that I feel like if people really took took the words to heart, if you are a Christian and that's one of the times, if you're Catholic and that's one of the times that you come to Mass a few times a year, um, that if we kind of take that song to heart from that point on, I think we would all partake, we would all be more involved mm-hmm. um, in, in everything to do with our faith and really just kind of take our faith to heart and not just have it be um, and kind of a... An, an extra thing in our life that's part of us, but maybe just not a central part of us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, you said something that COVID has really, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, for you, for me, everyone listening, like COVID has really made me think of what it is that I, I love about life Yeah, and coming together and like being part of a group going to concerts yeah you know there's something so cool about going to a concert and when the whoever is performing just lets the crowd sing yeah it's amazing to hear thousands of people have one voice right you know during that time and it's even even sporting events you know thousands of people when they start a chant one voice right um those are the things I think I, I makes me realize even as an introvert, I totally miss those things. I mm-hmm. miss coming together and I miss coming together as a big church, you know, yeah. full to the brim. And I, my prayer is that when COVID is over and like we can all safely gather again, mm-hmm. that we are busting at the seams for, you know, those weekend masses that people just flock to the church so we can be together and we can sing these songs you know that you know we love and pray the prayers that hopefully they take on a new meaning as well because you know we haven't been able to say those together yeah i i really i agree with you and i hope that the the coming back and i really feel like it will be the coming back of us for all of us coming back to church together is going to be like so joyous joyful and also just kind of a relief to me Mm -hmm. um yeah for a lot of those same reasons i just feel like it's been it's been hard dealing with all this stuff you know i don't mind being alone and i have my family who's with me i'm not really alone i shouldn't Mm -hmm. say that because i have my family with me every single day um and there are people out there who do not have that which is is even harder for me to kind of rationalize in my Mm -hmm. my brain about all this but it's it's going to be such a relief when all of that is kind of uh, in the past and we're able to come together and yeah, experience some of these things together again for the first time. Um, I, the same thing with, like you were saying too, about sports and whatnot, like just all of those things that are community gathering activities. Um, right now for faith formation, one thing we're talking about right now is, is what's going to happen with, um, uh, our, our kickoff this year, which we have other events planned for, but also for like Halloween, like, our our communities are going to try to come together, but like, it's not going to be the same. So we're trying to come up with alternatives and it's been, that's been kind of the name of the game for so many things through all this is just what alternatives can we find to still get something worthwhile, you know, in, as part of all this, Um, you know, one of the beautiful things about music is that thanks to the online mass Mm -hmm. um, and as well as now as the in-person masses that we're doing here, um, uh, 
it's at least we have had that in some way. Mm -hmm. We still have had music as part of our masses, even online, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, it's, it's in some way provided us a sense of normalcy throughout all of this, um, which is, has been really big for, for speaking personally for my mental health to yeah. have that. Just being able you know, to sing, even if you're singing at your house with your family, yeah. you know, being a part, just again, being a part of like God's choir in that way is, is comforting. Yeah. And I, I just hope that, you know, we can all stay safe. Mm-hmm. You know, let's kick COVID to the curb right. so we can come back sooner yep. and and celebrate you know together at at the lord's table and and just have a i don't know i never think of mass as a party but i feel like when all the restrictions are lifted and we can right. all come back to to mass mass is gonna be a party it's gonna be, great. It's gonna be amazing <laughs> um yeah so justin i want to say thank you for coming yeah. to talk about music today um and you know as if you're as you're listening to this think about those songs that you know transport you to another time in another place yeah. what are those songs that totally make you think of god even though you're sure that the artist was not that's not what the artist's intent was yeah. and what are those songs that motivate you right. god is speaking to us in all of those ways and so if we just tune our ears again pun intended if we tune our ears to hear God's voice, even in the normal things like music that we hear on the radio, mm. you know, it helps us to tune our ears to hear God in prayer, to hear God in nature, and to he- hear and see God in other people. Mm-hmm. So, friends, I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again. Mm-hmm.